Welcome back, everyone, to episode 66 of Life and Lit. This week, we are covering switching gears and going into nonfiction with a celebrity memoir, celebrity-ish. We're diving into the newest release from one of Paige and I's favorite Instagram personalities, influencers, um, and we're going to cover My Own Magic by Anna Klutz. Before we dive in, I'm Sydney. And I'm Paige. And this is Life and Lit. (laughs) I like the subtle dig of (laughs) celebrity-ish. Well, listen, I was struggling and then I was like, is she really a celebrity or she just is in our minds because (laughs) we follow her? And then I almost put like, the influencer we hate follow because (laughs) like we do but then we just talk about how jealous we are of her travel life and like everything she has going on so I'm like are we really following with the purest intentions and you know I've I can't be influenced by Anna Clutes because she's just out of my league like I tried to I was gonna buy some like (laughs) pajamas or something that she shared I was like yeah that sounds great they were like $300 yeah. for a pajama set. And I was like, you know what? This is not my person. <laughs> this is not the influence level that I am prepared for. So. I need that $10 Costco shit. Yeah, she posted, I forget. She posts dresses all the time and they're always like hundreds of dollars. But there's like her leather jacket, which she talks about is like the staple of her wardrobe and it's an investment, yada, yada. It's like $700. And I was yeah. like, I am certain I could find a leather jacket for less than that. But she was Absolutely. also, she studied fashion. So she's going to have the higher taste. And she's like, I just like, I have very few pieces in my closet. I'm like, you rarely rewear stuff. <laughs> anyway. <Yeah. laughs> but we will. I, at least I will. When we take our Europe trip. If we go to Paris, we will be getting her Paris guide because it's only like $20 and she lives in Paris and she gives all the like non, not as touristy, local, authentic places. So that's, that will be her time to shine in our lives. (laughs) Yes, exactly. But I don't know if we'll be able to afford any of the restaurants she recommends because they all look so expensive which like well, nice we'll just walk by them yeah and say that <laughs> yeah we'll take a jaunt on the way to the cheap places but we can pretend yeah she goes to the moulin rouge so at least we have that on our list like yeah oh 100%. maybe she'll have some wrecks about that but yeah so this book has been a long time coming i followed anna i feel like before the pandemic or maybe during the pandemic I don't know but it was right when she moved to Paris which I think was right before the pandemic yeah because she used to have a different Instagram whenever she was married it was about her like their travels together and then it switched to just her Instagram now but I've been dying to read this because I was just so freaking nosy about her marriage because she got divorced at like what age 29 and yeah she, she was pretty young. For a decade yeah so I love me some gossip 
and I love me some drama. Not in my life. I like to like read about it. (laughs) (laughs) And so I was intrigued and I was like, I have to read this book for just like the simple fact of finding out what happened. And let me tell you, the gossip did not disappoint. (laughs) Oh, no. It... So I follow her because she's someone that you had shared to me, like, check this girl out. She lives in Paris and she does have a lot of great, like, content. Yeah. So we talked about this book, like, yeah, okay. I didn't really know that much about her other than her fabulous new boyfriend. That's like, seems like he's too good to be true. Yeah. Everything about but- life seems to be good, like, too good, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> too good to be true. But yeah, especially her boyfriend, the way they met. uh, We'll get into it, guys. We will get into it. Yes. So I guess before we dive too far in, do you want to hit us with the summary? Yes. And I think we should put a disclaimer here. That we read the book for its content, not for its quality. (laughs) And I feel like... This is what I would for sure consider a fluff read. Like, yes, I didn't really gain any, like, nothing meaningful life revelations, or not even really travel stuff, other than like being annoyed that I don't get to travel as much as she does. Yeah, but it's not even like one of those, or at least for me, it wasn't like one of those self help books that like you read someone else's struggle and then you feel better. Like, no, I really didn't feel like that. Uh, I felt better I was... about my love life for sure. But that's better. Yeah, I mean, I felt better about my life choices. <laughs> Even being, like, poor and cheap. I was like, but you know what? I don't have to deal with some of the stuff she's dealt with. So exactly. I guess it did. But I didn't, like. But it was not, yeah, this big inspirational life-changing moment where I was inspired no. by her story. I was just there for the gossip. Yes. And it was entertaining to, like, yeah see through the eyes of someone with a completely different lifestyle than me but you also have to like take that with a grain of salt like if you're looking for this to be relatable unless you're like one of the one percent it's probably not no (laughs) no matter how much she tried to play off the like i'm from the midwest and a hard-working family yeah just no yes no not the same midwest that we're from thank you yeah (laughs) yes no but yeah, so that's our disclaimer. If you're if you want to stick around for the gossip, here is the summary. Thanks to Barnes and Noble for My Own Magic by Anna Klutz. Despite what appeared to be a glamorous existence full of globetrotting adventures, behind the scenes, Anna Klutz felt invisible in her own life. Consumed by a marriage that left no space for her own desires, she chose to reframe the failure of her marriage as an opportunity to begin again. Now, for every woman searching for her voice, Anna shares her story of starting over by trusting the magic that was always within. It was her innate sense of adventure and love for the unknown that led her to move abroad, travel to 80 countries around the world, start a business, and marry a magician, all before her mid-20s. From the outside, her jet-setting lifestyle alongside her husband looked perfect, but she explored deeper and let each destination challenge, change, and shape her Anna began to realize that perfection was just another illusion. Though she appeared to have all the freedom in the world, in reality, she was trapped inside a box, slowly disappearing. When her marriage ended, Anna decided to use her unhappy ending as a chance for a new beginning. 
good job that sums it up perfectly it really does and like how repetitive that summary was also yeah I I was reading that that, like like, the same paragraph reworded (laughs) yes it definitely yes I agree I thought that too I was like so we're just saying the same thing in different words (laughs) which is kind of I was like I was like reading it like I just said this what (laughs) which is yeah yeah. Which I'm not trying to be like a hate. We don't usually hate on these books no, too no, much. No. But I also feel like that's how this book was. That you was know, my main repetitive. Point. It was repetitive, but also like I got confused by the layout of the book or like because it would flash forward and back to like when her marriage ended and then go back in time to when she was still married and like the happy times or maybe a time she had like this revelation about her marriage, but it, it just jumped around so much that I honestly got confused about whether she was still married or not at the time of like what yeah. I was reading. Cause it would be like June, t- 2018. And then the next chapter would be like February, 2017. And then the next chapter would be like April, 2018. And I'm like, It just, I think it was trying to be, like, this event linked to this event that happened later, but I didn't realize it until this event. But it it just kind of confused me. And it, like you said, it seems, like, repetitive. Yeah. And part of it is that, like, like we said, the summary gives it all away. Like, what you read on the back of the book or on the summary online is exactly what the book is. So there just wasn't, you know, I just felt like, okay, that was that, you know. Yeah. I, there but was, it was nothing very, too. Like, like you said, it was very interesting to read about someone's life who is vastly different from your own. Yes. That was like was, the most important part. But I was sad because I was hoping there would be more travel. I think if they had included more of her travels and like what she did there it would have been better see I liked the amount of travel in it and it that is what got me going more of like oh well now I want to go to this place or this place or how cool yeah I just feel like it was so some of it was so brief which I guess like it's not a travel book so that's why but like now that I know the details of her marriage I want to know more about traveling so I guess yeah we'll stick to her guides from here on out which I mean dang if she's been to 80 countries it has to be pretty brief or you can't like that'd be the longest book ever but I would be more interested in that book I get what you're saying like yeah yeah I also thought like it was entertaining but also really interesting and we'll maybe talk about some of the bad reviews that it's gotten that talk about the privilege and like, she doesn't even realize all the privilege she has and this isn't typical and blah, 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 which I totally agree with. But it's also interesting to note that like, yeah, she has all of this and what looks like a glamorous lifestyle was actually deeply unhappy for how long. And, you know, it benefited it, benefited it a little from it in the end but yeah at, at what cost so like I'm not right. jealous in that aspect because now right. I see like how she lived her life and how she came 
to this point in her life, which, you know, grew her as a person. But yeah, yeah. I, we would be remiss if we did not talk about the controversy surrounding this book. Um, and that's just more of the gossip. But yeah. Anna, um, so it's Anna Klutz. She's on Instagram, if you guys are at all intrigued at this point. Um, she is an Instagram influencer, mostly about travel, um, now more like fashion, food, etc. But when Paris she, influencer, I would call her. Yeah. She has a lot of Paris content. Yeah, she's like the real life Emily in Paris. Um, yes. And she talks about that too. But when she was going to college, she decided to go to college in New York. I think like the New York fashion or something. Um, yeah. She went to school for fashion. And when she was there, um, some of her other sisters had also moved to New York, which just like this entire family it blows my mind what her family, like her siblings grew up to be. Um, yeah. Just like all of them. It's so vastly different from our own lives, but. Well, and she, like, so her sister, Amanda, I don't yeah. even know what she does, but she was on Dancing with the Stars. So like, that's the she, level. Yeah. Well, she, Amanda got famous. She's already like had a lot of followers because she was on Broadway. She was you know, like a dancer on Broadway and she was a rocket. Um, but she became like as famous as she is because her husband, Nick Cordero, he was a Broadway star and he died from COVID like in the first year of COVID and she would post what made it. her famous. Yeah. It's like, she would post about it oh. a lot. She would, she like shared her story. And so she has a lot of famous connections and that's, how this family has truly risen like to the spotlight so now is that why she was on dancing with the stars sorry i'm mind blown by this because i i think you were the one that had to tell me that like yeah her sister amanda's really famous i don't know i lived without tv and internet for two years like i i was out of the loop of everything i forgot i forget like so wow i forget how i like stumbled upon her like amanda's account which I don't follow, but I think I follow, like, a few Broadway people, and they would share her posts about Nick, and, like, it was just, oh. you know, it was, like, the very beginning of COVID, which I think that he actually died, like, three years ago today. Um, so it was, like, very... She, Anna posted about it. Yeah, so it's, like, pretty much, like, you're just riveted by the story because it was the unknown. Like, we didn't know what was going to happen with COVID. We didn't know what it could look like. And here's, like, this healthy man who died from it within a matter of months. Um, yeah. But it was, like, very heartbreaking to watch because she was, like, she was inspirational, like, to see how much hope she had. And she she's a single mother now, but she had um, a newborn son at the time. So that's how she became famous. And that's how I stumbled upon Anna's account um, was I know that she like tagged her a few times, you know, the whole Instagram algorithm. Yes. But yeah. So like just a family that I will never be able to relate to. Um, Not that that's bad, but so Anna moved to New York um, to go to school there and Amanda was there already on Broadway um, being a rocket and she hung out with her sister's friends a lot even though they, I think they have like a seven year age gap and that's yeah. the first time that she met 
her now ex-husband and in the book she's called ace she goes you know she has several fake names for people as people do in memoirs but she met ace and there was like this immediate attraction between them even though he was seven years older than her and she was like 19 at the time and it was like this whirlwind romance and it's you know the stuff of movies the meet cute the epic date afterwards um the friends Which, and family trying to get them together here's my thing and i mean is we're gonna get into this He's a magician. She knows from the moment she, she meets him. Moment. Yeah. He is a magician. And part of it, like, intrigues her. Which Why? Like, <laughs> on the one hand, I get because I'm like, that's so weird. Tell me more. Not like, wow, I want to date you. Because this man's whole career mm-hmm. is built on manipulation and illusions. Yeah. Literally what he does for a living is hoodwink people. Into yeah. making them like think their magic is real. I just thought it was weird. So, but uh... <laughs> oh yeah, there's no way to spin that of not like that's what I'm saying. That'd be like, be like meeting a circus performer, and you'd just be like, "What? Like that's a real yeah. job? Tell me more. I want to learn." Like I get the but curiosity on that aspect, not like, "Yeah, I want to date the guy that." swallows fire or something <laughs> like that is so weird it's so true because she'll that? talk about like the parties they go to later on and she'll be like and his sword swallowing friends are there i'm like stop it like this is not real yes. <laughs> i'm like these are red flags i'm not red i would say i'm not trying to be judgy but i am pretty judgy so like <laughs> that's just weird i mean there's somebody for everybody i guess but that ain't yeah. me <laughs> but it- for her as you know that's true but they begin this whirlwind romance and like you said from the beginning it's like red flags galore like not even just the magician part like it's very much about his schedule because they meet i think they have like a week they spend a whole week together and then they go for like tour which i didn't know they did that but he's like on a magic tour of europe i guess he's like very well known in the magic world which like that the the fact that there's a magic world is kind of scary to me but um yeah he's like very well known but then they would talk about how very well known he is but then the tours they would describe they're like in the back room of a church or like in the basement of like a community center so it's still not a very big community but well and they like talk about how well known he is my dude if you don't have a tv show or like a show in vegas as like a chris angel mind freak or who are the two duo like penn and teller magician those people are famous i had never heard of this guy no yeah if you're performing in the back of churches it's like are we really well known yeah but he had a lot of friends i think she even mentioned like chris angel at one point but he goes on tour saying that's the kind of fame i'm chasing if (laughs) i'm going for a magician it's gonna be him he's weird (laughs) as heck too so it wouldn't be but like (laughs) that's that's the fame level that makes you think oh okay maybe (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) i can deal with this (laughs) um exactly (laughs) 
so she ends up, you know, they end up dating. They fall in love, like, very quickly. Because it was the thing, and I could relate to this. It was the whole thing about moving to a different part of the country, specifically the East Coast, a big city, compared to her small Midwest. And that's in quotes, because I don't. It's Ohio. Um, her I small... Mean, Ohio is the Midwest. But, but it's I a different know. Midwest, you know? It's. I think it's more the, like affluence of the mid like yeah yeah there's midwest and then there's like affluent midwest and they are totally different totally different experiences but they're both from the same town in ohio so it was like having a piece of home and they could relate to each other in ways that they couldn't relate to like you know dating partners on the east coast which i get you there anna believe me um so they fell in love very very quickly you know, they went back to Ohio for the holidays and they met each other's families and they loved each other's families, all this stuff. But it was also very much like their lives were still very much separate. Like when they were home for the holidays, she stayed at her parents and he stayed at his parents and would like meet, but not at each other's houses. It was like the initial meeting, but then they would meet for like dinner and they would go back to their respective families' houses. And, like, on the actual holidays themselves, they were not together. Which, immediate red flag. Immediately. Yeah. And I can almost see it more, like, while you're dating. But they did that when they were married. Like, yeah. Was, like, the weird. fact that it continued. But the fact that it was, like, I don't know. Even, like, do you want to come to my house? Like, maybe we could do Thanksgiving lunch with your family and then dinner with mine. Like, None of that was ever even talked about. It was just yeah, like, no. Assume was... you will be with your family and I will be with mine, and that is that. Yes, there was never effort of like merging their lives together, which she talked about, and she admits, like, obviously that was a huge problem. Is that she yeah. felt like she was just participating in his life rather than like building a life together or getting yes. to do things that she wanted to do. Yes. And if I ever date someone like this, and it is very apparent to you, please do not keep quiet. You have to tell. Oh, me. girl, promise you know me. that. Promise me right here. I, now. Yes, obviously, I do. I don't really keep quiet about much. Let's That's be honest. True. So <laughs> I will make my opinions known. Yes. But. So. Um, Anna graduates. They're still together in New York City, and she gets a job. I feel like we're just, what we're saying is not going to be believable, but it actually happened allegedly to this person. So she gets a job selling thousand dollar (laughs) doorknobs. Yeah. I'm sorry. I couldn't say that with a straight face. I was trying really hard to not laugh while saying it. Um, It's wild. What? Yeah. Because she's like, she realized she didn't want to, she did not want to work in the fashion world, which like, okay, I get it. Everyone has, like, a crisis in college of, I picked the wrong field. But she came out and she decides to just go into work, which, like, good for you. And her job gives her the opportunity to move to London for a year, which is absolutely amazing. I wish my job would offer that to me. Right. I would, like, take them up on it in a heartbeat. I'd be like, if my cat can come, I will also be in London. Um so she moves to London and they're like, at, of course, at first, they're like, oh my gosh, we're going to make it work. It's going to be great. He's like, I tour Europe all the time and we can like 
you know, go like travel around Europe essentially together while yeah. you're there. And at first, it, like it, it is just that. But then, as she's there longer and longer, he seems like more separate and further away. And they had agreed that she would move back to New York for you know after being in London so that she could be with him because he was like I need to be based in New York I can't be based abroad so she's making all these huge life choices around him without really any commitment on his part which was like again major red red flag and she told her office like she couldn't stay in London and she moved back to New York after like the required year in London and he comes to visit her with like a couple months left in London and he breaks up with her. It's like, it's not working, yada, yada. I think we should end things. And so he ends things after she, like, like her visa was going to expire. It was too late for her to renew it. So he'd have to go back to New York. And she had made this huge life decision over him. And she like acknowledged that. She was like, oh my God, like I gave up living in London for him and now what so she moves back to New York because her visa required it but she's immediately trying to get back to London to like build a life there because she really loved the life that she had um but one day she's over at his apartment like getting some of her stuff back which another red flag was she lived with him and she stayed there all the time but there was no evidence of her being there it was all his stuff. And she called it, what, like, the Magic Museum or something? That was one of the largest red flags was the way she described his apartment. Yes. Gave it's a me... studio in New York. And it's, like, this museum of magic. It gave me the ick yeah. so bad. Like, I literally was like, this sounds like a horror movie yes, to walk into. Like... Because it's covered of all of his, like, artifacts and magic memorabilia like who has that stuff like how old are you dude yeah and then he was so like type a controlling whatever you want to say that he like wouldn't let her move any of it or decorate any other way he was like you can stay here but it's going to be my apartment the same exact way yeah and like i don't know it's just very strange i don't like yeah I'm like, clearly she got into a serious relationship too young and had not, like, discovered who she was as a person. Um, Yeah. That much was very obvious. But anyway, it's the whole trope of going to pick things up from the apartment and then they rekindle the romance. And that's all she wrote. They, like, got back together. She ended up staying in New York City. She ended up quitting her job as a doorknob salesman. And working as his assistant and she was basically like all right but if we get back together it's not going to be like for nothing like I want to get married I want to do the whole thing and so they're on their first magic tour of the U.S. where they literally drive a small car around all over the United States and set up for his magic shows and his magic talks and she's his assistant the whole time um, and like another red flag was like she could only play her music when he had his headphones in or he was asleep and he couldn't hear it or and if he was awake they had to listen to what he liked and she couldn't drive with the windows down because he didn't like that it was all like 
very much catered to him. It was very, like, controlling and just weird and sad to feel like yeah. she was walking on eggshells in her own relationship. Yes, all the time. And be like, okay, well, if he doesn't like that, I just, like, won't do that anymore or I won't be that anymore. Um, yeah. So they continue this life together. They, like, get engaged on that trip. Um, she continues to do more tours with him. They get married in this, I'm sure, huge New York City spectacle that he did not I help mean, with, other than demanding that there be an hour, like an hour-long magic show at the wedding. That <laughs> sounds hour. like my own personal hell. Yeah, truly, like I'm sorry, no one gives a shit about your wedding. Like, no. they don't. No one. The ceremony, at least, very minimal times do people really care about the ceremony. And the reception, they just want food and booze. Like, And they were like, here's magic. <laughs> yeah. So the New York Times covered their wedding. So yes. like, that's the level that we're talking about here. Yes. Okay. Yeah. This is not your typical Midwest couple, right? And again, right. they're married and they go home for the holidays and spend them apart with their, like, respective families. And I, I will never get over that fact. Like that, no, it's that's the last and final sign you need that you need to get out. But, um, he, his like career has finally taken off, they're touring Europe, but they're fighting the whole time. Like, it's clear they're both unhappy, they just won't talk about it. And every time she tries to co- talk about it, she like keeps it bottled up inside, and then she ends up just like crying and thinking right. she looks like a fool because she can't communicate with her own husband. But then the wild, one of the wildest parts to me, like they have all these travel stories. Of course, she's been to over 80 countries, which like side note here, their honeymoon is in India and she didn't get a visa. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not going to. I mean, I just went to India. So, of course, now I know. But like, I feel like in some part of your research that had to have come up. Well, I, I also feel like, up. yes, that if she's doing her own, but also at this level, like they're, they probably used a travel agent or had some help. There's like, tra- and, and they've traveled enough to know. Yes. To look what you have. Like, I think I Google that. Cause like, yeah, like Americans are po- privilege that we don't need visas for a lot of countries but there are also a lot of countries that we do need them for and outside of like europe i have googled a visa for like every country i've gone to to be like do i need it i don't care if i look like this little white girl googling do i need a visa (laughs) for if they're here you have to make sure that it's yeah at least i wasn't the girl at the airport going no, I don't have a visa. What do you mean? I'm American. Because she said that. Uh, what she acknowledges was bad. But still. <laughs> oh, that gives me the ick. The privilege was there. Oh, the ick was strong with that one. Um, yeah. So that's just like a little side note where I, I texted you. It was like, I'm sorry. She did what now? Be like, what? Um, but they get this opportunity for his career to do magic shows on a cruise ship and i was thinking like carnival cruises you know like whatever cool sounds awful but no 
these are like three month long cruises with a bunch of like retired octogenarians who have nothing better to do with their money than sit on this like luxury cruise liner for months sometimes even years of their life some some of them just live on the cruise ship they and just they go to all ones these to ones yeah and they just go to all these different ports i'm so, sorry i had no idea that was a thing which oh no i'm just learning like all sorts of things about what rich people can spend their money on recently i was but, gonna say like let's be honest that probably won't be a thing for us even if no. it was possible that's not how i want to spend my money that is like, not how i want to travel and she was like it was it opened my eyes to a new way of traveling and i'm like that sounds miserable yeah because you have to go to dinner and there's a show and all this and blah 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 like i'm sorry i'm not a cruise person if you are that's great for you just not not it and not even this cruise was it for me but that's how they that's how she's traveled to over 80 countries they did these work cruises for months at a time it just made me think of like the dirty dancing resort but on a cruise yes, but on where a cruise. you have it's all the of these young, on a boat yes all of these young cool people doing the activities for all of the old people like trying to teach them how to dance and do this but what was really sad was she like on these cruises you know she's the assistant she's helping plan like she's integral to his act but she gets no credit and she's like I would sit at these dinners and the only question people would ask me was do you know his tricks or something to that effect like she had a whole script and a whole line of like I always knew how to answer that question with the with the right smile and laugh and you know I gave them what they wanted to hear and then they would immediately turn away and start talking to him again. And I was like, yeah. that was so sad. That's awful. I can't imagine. And I yeah. can't imagine like just like losing that much of yourself to where it was like okay. Like she knew it wasn't okay and she wasn't happy, but it was just how she lived her life. So that she right. didn't have conflict um but you're reading that these bits and pieces of their marriage where it's constantly her compromising and things are getting worse and worse and worse and finally they agreed to go to a couple therapists together like he gets back from um like a tour another tour in europe and this is one that she had like stayed behind from and they go to a couple therapists together and she's like excited. She's like, we're making this step together. This we're working on this together. Like this means it's going to be okay. We're going to put in the work, but it's okay. We're going to, we're going to end up together. And they like sit down in the therapist's office and they're like, okay, um, like what brings you guys in today? And she was like, well, I wanted him to have the chance to speak first because, I wanted to hear what he had to say, essentially. And she looks at him and he goes, so, yeah, we're here today so I can ask Anna for a divorce. Oh, how horrible. Lord me. Because it turns out he had gone to that therapist for a couple sessions before and talked to her about everything going on and was like, I need your help 
to ask Anna for a divorce because I know she's just going to lose it and I don't know what to do. And the therapist just went with it. I was like, what? Yeah, that's a red flag, first of all, of like a shady therapist. And second of all, how it almost feels gaslighty to be like, I know she's just going to lose it and be so dramatic. Yeah, because you blindsided her. She's here thinking going to work on your relationship and make it better and come out of this together and you're just dropping the bomb on her like who wouldn't lose it at that point you know like and she did she for sure did which I don't blame her she was like we're not doing this like how dare you she dragged him out of the therapist's office she lost it but then she like begged him to stay with her that was so sad I know that that made my heart break um and so he agrees I think they like have some time apart and he agrees to give it another shot but it's obvious they're both walking on eggshells around each other and they're trying to make this you know picture of a happy couple like yes sweetie let me do that for you dear you know like just like over the top acting they go to a couple therapists to get like a real one not a shady one um they go to one together, they work on stuff, they get a lot of their frustrations out, and it seems like they are doing better for a few months. Yeah. But she, the therapist is like, Anna, you clearly need something of your own because she she basically was like, I've never seen this before. I've never seen a dynamic like yours. And she was like, I'm busy, but I'll take you guys on. Um and so that's when Anna truly got into, like, the Instagram, the travel stuff. She started getting, like, hotel deals or, uh, you know, just deals from other places that, like, yeah, you can come stay here either for free or a reduced price as long as you market our stuff. And at first he seemed proud of her, but then he seemed to kind of, like, shrug it off. And she got them, like, all these opportunities. And he was just, like, he was never, like, proud of her. He was never, like, that's amazing. What you're doing is amazing. He was just, like, okay. And he started getting jealous of her success. And, like, she would devote all this time to help him with his magic shows. But when she needed help, like, at first he was supportive about taking photos for her or whatever. But then he got to where, like well, why don't you teach me? Which she thought was flattering, but then he was basically just like repurposing her content for his own way. Yeah, it was just really selfish. and So shady. And the worst part, which you remind, I'd forgotten about this until you said that, was they agreed that she needed to have her own thing, but like full time. So she wanted to take this travel thing full time. She had met some people they had offered for her to host some retreats with them which I don't even know what that means but it was a thing and (laughs) so she like quit being his assistant they had like set up like a I guess a semi-permanent show in New York um so he would perform in New York every night rather than traveling around and she was like the host she set things up she tore things down she made sure all the supplies were ready and so she quit that job and she's like, I really felt like I contributed and like all no one told me like what I did help, like I, knew I was helping. And so they hired somebody on and she trained that girl who was like a coming up magician, I guess. And within the first like week of the new girl starting, he was raving about how great 
she is and how much she helped Ugh. the show and what she was doing. And Anna's like, that's literally what I was doing. And he never once said how he appreciated me. And yeah. that, oh my gosh, I wanted to scream. It was like, I know, oh, that was awful. You just feel for her. Yes. So it ends as we all thought it would. Um, again, like, and she's starting to like imagine her and like, there are times when they're traveling together and she had planned to be like traveling that day alone thinking he didn't want to rest. And he actually was like, Oh no, I'll go with you. And she was kind of disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh, okay. Cause like Paris is a recurring theme throughout this whole mm-hmm. book because now of course she's an expat in Paris. Um, but and she had lived there on her own for like a semester or something. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah studied abroad there she'd been there several times to visit and so every time she gets a chance to go back she talks about like this this magical place and she feels like she can really truly be herself there which you know some places are like that for you you just like immediately feel at home there and she kept saying I'm gonna live here one day I'm gonna live here one day and he was holding her back and um so one day they like were supposed to renovate his apartment so that it looked like anything other than a magician lived there and she was all excited and he comes home and he's like I don't think I can do this and she's like no no it's okay like we'll start with some paint and it'll be fine and he's like no I don't think I can be married anymore and he like told her it wasn't her he's like I just want to be alone I don't want to be married to anyone and I'm like that's exactly how it should be because you're a selfish asshole yeah. uh, and again I, with the blindsiding of I like he agreed that was a big thing they had talked about in therapy of how like she didn't feel like their the apartment was hers and whatever and so he's like yeah we can renovate you can do some things and it lets her believe it's gonna happen and then when it actually comes down like, oh yeah no yeah we're not actually doing this and this is not fight him no and to bring in t swift like we like to do sometimes it reminds me of the song mad woman Yes. how it's like every time you call me crazy I get more crazy and he's like I knew she'd freak out like yeah because you did something to make her freak out like (laughs) what you did was terrible and wrong and she had yeah you know a totally understandable reaction I I was thinking of the moment I knew by Taylor Swift oh it's another (laughs) that's that works too yeah see here we go guys and then we can Uh, also tie in begin again later and yes it it ends on an upper yes so she agrees she just says okay to the divorce and then moves out and one thing that bugged me is she's like i'm just gonna let him deal with it which luckily she comes around to it and is like no i need to also take control of my divorce because i was like girl screw you over like come on yeah um so they get divorced she moves back to ohio for a bit with her parents and kind of recovers and then they're supposed to go on this like amazing anniversary trip to paris and she ends up going alone yeah when it's like there on that trip because she wakes up on her you know what her fifth wedding anniversary or something and she's yeah. alone in Paris. And that's where she decides to move to Paris. And she's like, basically like, screw it. I'm coming for you. And 
and she decides right then and there to move to Paris. But then she also has like this summer fling with a Parisian man, and she's like, it was fun yes. to date, and it was fun to go out and around and be myself. And so she goes home, packs up her stuff, applies for a French visa, and she moves to Paris. Yes, which the Paris parts. We're so good. And you can tell her love for Paris. Yeah, that really is true. It's like, it's almost like the city is like another character in the book. Kind of how people talk about New York City being a character in movies and stuff. And you really feel that because she does. It just, it brings her back to life. And she talks about all of the life in the city. Yeah. And everything. Yeah, it was so interesting. Yeah. Yes. But then we get into COVID because she moved there right before COVID and she comes back because her brother Nick or her brother-in-law Nick um, got sick with COVID and he and Amanda and their son had just moved out to California. So she goes to help Amanda and she feels really torn about leaving Paris. But then once she's here and she like, you know, is helping her family and she's around her family she's torn about going back. She's like, how can I leave them? Especially in this time, but like, how can I leave them ever? Which are very true feelings. Um, I just, and can I, how I feel. Can I just say like how scary that must've been? Like, I remember the uncertainty and fear of COVID, like what was going on in my small Midwestern town and like the entire world, like no one knew what was going on and to be in a whole other country and worried of like, am I like, like really, am I ever going to see my family again? Like we had no clue and it just changed things forever. So I thought that was really interesting and like reading it made me, I just remember like, Oh, that time it was so, I don't know. Uncertain. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It really, she captured that really well as well. Um, But she ends up, you know, Nick, her brother-in-law, ends up passing away from COVID and she's back in Paris. But my favorite reaction to the news of her divorce was Nick's, actually, because she told her family, they're all like, oh, I'm so sorry. And he was like, best day ever. He was like. Anna, he's like, you can, he was holding you back and now you can go live the life that you wanted. And he was her biggest cheerleader. Like Nick. Yes. Was one of her biggest encouragers. And he really encouraged her to move to Paris and is like, this is something that can be done that you need to do for you. And you'll make it work. Or even if it's a flop, you did it. And he really was special. You could tell like, the love she had for him also through this book, which made it heartbreaking because if you, you know, you know the story about how he passes away, but yeah, it was heartbreaking, but ends with, you know, her just walking around Paris at night. And I think there was like a meteor shower or something. And she like goes and is like in Paris reminiscing about all the life events that brought her there. And now she's there in Paris. Which we gloss over one of my favorite parts that made me laugh oh, out yeah. loud. And I it's towards the end of the book, but it happened when she was, like, getting her stuff out of the apartment on, like, after their actual divorce. Yeah. And she's going back to get whatever stuff she has. 
and she talks about how you know the apartment after she got her thing her minimal things out it looked exactly like it did the day she moved in because he never let her change anything or do anything and she's like there won't be any trace of me here in this apartment and i can't believe that i've been with this guy for 10 years and it's like i never even existed and she's like i know how to make my mark and she takes glitter because she had been doing some craft one day with glitter and it got on like the table or something and he freaked out about it so she's like oh i'll never do that again so she had this little bottle of like the finest (laughs) glitter that she just sprinkled all over the apartment and i was laughing and i was like yes girl because anyone knows glitter you you're never cleaning it up it's never coming out it's permanently there and I just thought that was so petty and wonderful, yes. like, at the same time. I loved, loved it. it. I love that moment, too. I also love how she tried to sell it. I was like, I'm just going to leave a piece of myself. I I feel like she tried to put a positive spin on it. I'm like, no, girl, embrace the petty. We love yes. it. Yes. Yes. I it. loved it. Yes. So that's the gossip from the book. I feel like it's only been, like, a week since I read it. But that's, like, mostly what I remember from it. Like, yes. Um, well, you also, definitely, I'm glad you carried that. Because it's been, like, <laughs> oh, probably close to a month. Like, I yeah. magically had my July books all done before July, which never I'm happens. Amazed. So, I was, like. I'm almost done, though. And it's only. I know. Six, so, I'm kind of impressed with myself. We're both doing good. We're, like, ahead. <laughs> So I'm glad that you remembered the finer details because, yeah. Which, if you want to follow along, follow Anna. She really, like, I do enjoy her account. Especially yeah. if you like travel. Like, she has a really good travel account. She has a very positive account. And she has a very good aesthetic. It's, yes. like, retro Paris. Yeah. It makes you want to sell your shit and move there. Yeah. And, like, Is it- drive in an old car. Yeah. Is it like a little naive, a little rose colored glasses? Absolutely. But that's what travel accounts are for. Like, yes, we're not here for reality. Let's escape yes. for a little bit. And that's how this book was like. And, you know, we said we were going to discuss the reviews because a lot of people were complaining about the privilege that was evident. And it was absolutely evident. But I knew that going in. Um, I think just from following her, but it didn't make me mad. Like just because I no, just because I couldn't relate to her, and I guess maybe if I had been through like a nasty divorce, it would have upset me. But I don't think it would have. It's just like it was unrelatable, but it was interesting. It was entertaining. Um, yeah, but, I think but it was the same. Mad. No, it didn't make me mad. It more like made me laugh in the ways that she would try to play it off of like and she would say like I know I had these insane opportunities and like you know the fact that I got to lay on a cruise ship while my husband worked all the time is not normal like she did recognize that but she more tried to play about her really humble beginnings yeah and I'm like it's just it just wasn't that humble and midwestern like (laughs) but also I you know I called her celebrity-ish, which she – I mean, she's an influencer. That's, like, a modern-day celebrity. I don't read celebrity memoirs thinking I'm going to relate to them. No. Because 
they have a completely different life and they have personal chefs and all of that. Like, yes. no, I have nothing to relate. I read it for the gossip and the drama and the behind the scenes fact. And that's what this delivers. So yeah, exactly. Was it inspiring? Was it moving? No. <laughs> but but that that's also... But it was also like good to see her like get out of that situation and I liked seeing how her mindset about herself and her sense of self started to come through. I liked seeing that from her. Um, like, yes. Really discover herself and start to put herself first and be like, okay, well, if he's not going to do this with me, then I'm just going to go do this on my own. And yes. so I really liked that part. I liked seeing her separate her life and really, like, make it her own. Um I did like seeing that. And I like the travel stories. I think she's I think she's a good travel writer. Like she could probably yeah. convince me to travel anywhere if she wrote about it. I would be like, this place sounds magical. I want to go. Um And I think which part of it is probably like I mean, obviously lucky for us here, I'm gonna go sounding privileged. But like if you're someone who's been through a divorce or yeah. a I don't want to, I mean, controlling relationship where you felt like you had no power and then you regain that. Like this probably would be really relatable and inspiring. Or if you're yeah. currently in that situation and you need help, like breaking the fog from your eyes or finding mm -hmm. out how to get within yourself to change your situation, like this could be very inspiring. Yeah. That's just never been the case for us. So we're just yeah. like, it was like I said, we didn't get the the self-help warm fuzzies yeah. that other people might have. But I just forgot, like, a, it was a cautionary tale for me. Like, all right, I <laughs> never feel in a relationship. Yeah, I really feel like it scared you off of love oh, yeah. more yeah. than anything. So yeah, it maybe had the adverse. Are yeah so much worse now but <laughs> but she's happy now which she didn't but even touch on i wanted boyfriend now the story of her current boyfriend which i guess the book was probably finished or like finishing oh, up no, but she was she finished it like last year but i think she's writing a sequel so maybe we'll get to read okay. about it. well she put like you know talked about him in the author's note or whatever yeah of course i listened she to did. that so yeah, and maybe in Paris. Yeah. Like right before mm -hmm. lockdown, he ended up being like her upstairs neighbor, which like the real life Emily in Paris. I'm not even joking. Literally. Literally. Uh, they met on the night of the lockdown and that's how they got to know each other. Yeah. They seem great. To he's get, like, which I know. Social seemingly media. perfect. Yeah. Social media right. does it, but yeah. So yeah, that is my own magic by Anna Klutz there will be magic like about I don't know magic uh illusions and like I don't know I don't know what I'm trying to I say don't, <laughs> I don't know where you're going with this either <laughs> I think the moral of the story like, is just don't no she just like make she plays on the magic part a lot about he him being, oh yeah and that's what I'm trying to say, but it's like effectively yes. my Monday after a holiday weekend and it, the brain is not there. So there's a lot of references to there magic and like play on the words and all of that. But I'm so glad you come up with everything I was trying to say. 
really for me the bottom line is don't date a magician don't date like, yeah don't date can that be our board quote yes absolutely <laughs> it should it will be don't date a don't date a board quote i almost said wow <laughs> or like uh magic can't make these red flags go away or something yeah. <laughs> that'll definitely be oh i love it yes so oh, yeah that's great convince you to pick up a copy go for it otherwise we've pretty much covered it for you guys <laughs> Yes, but definitely go follow along with Anna if you, yes. not that I'm like her PR team, but if you like travel content or anything, she, yes. I do, like, I watch all of her stuff and I'm interested in it. Absolutely. Like I said, I tried to be influenced that one time and it was way out of my price range, but now I know. And so I just yes. watch and live vicariously through her Parisian life. Yeah, we'll buy her Paris guide for when we go. Exactly. We can afford exactly. that. Yeah. Yeah. So that is our second July pick. And let's see, next week we're switching gears again. Well, July is just like a hodgepodge month, but I'm kind of here for it. It's keeping things fresh. And we will be back next week with a great new author again for us. A great summertime read. So be sure to follow along on Instagram at Life and Lit Pod. You can send us an email or give us suggestions at lifeandlitpod at gmail.com. And as always, be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen because that really helps us out. Leave us a review, good or bad. We enjoyed the bad review for this book. So I would love to read a bad review about us. I would too. Like that would literally make me laugh. Maybe, maybe we will get some now. Like if any of Anna's like loyal followers yes. like say, listen, we still like Anna. Okay. I thought like we were just like very honest about this. Um, yeah. No. But yeah, we if still you like her. Like, if you want to hate us, I would love that. That would be, that would bring me joy. Cause like, I don't really care. I just think it'd be funny. So yeah, if you're a hater, that's fine. Leave us a review. We'll read it and laugh. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But until next time, happy reading. Happy reading.